Hey guys, this is Jen. Uh, I am recording this on Sunday morning. We recorded this episode on Friday night and uh, it just took a lot of editing. I think I took out literally over a, a little bit over an hour of audio just because it really didn't have to do with paranormal stuff. Um, but I think I tried to leave in as much as I could uh, that really pertained to the topic. Uh, So, also, I want to apologize. Uh, We are still working on our setup as far as recording. Um, We're getting there. Um, This episode is going to have, like, a lot of distractions. You're going to hear the door opening, the water turning on, uh, beer cans being opened. Uh, And I do apologize uh, in the future, hopefully. I'm hoping by the next episode we'll have... Our uh, recording setup, and where it won't be so distracting. But um, thank you for taking a listen. Uh, again, this is Paranormal Chat. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, on Spotify. Uh, we host on Podbean. Uh, if you could, if you like the 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 podcast, you could. Give us a rating, a follow, um, leave a review on iTunes for some reason that helps boost it. I don't really understand why, but whatever. Um, give us some feedback. Uh, definitely would like to share it with Eric and Jesse. Uh, we also are on social media on Facebook and Instagram. We are at paranormal.chat. And then also, if you'd like to send in your story to be read, or if you'd like to be on the episode where we could set up a call, uh, you could email me at letschatparanormal at gmail.com. It's all one word. Um, And again, I hope you like the episode and uh, have a great week. Bye. fly now um but wow yeah it says in 1842 it's called the georgia state lunatic idiot and epileptic asylum well you know what a lot of them were called that but a lot of them actually had those names no yeah actually moron was a a, was a medical term yeah for people uh, who were lobotomized, mm-hmm. moron was that technical term. <laughs> and I think, what, like 20% of them were like actual homosexuals that they would throw in there? Well, that's right? Scary. I don't know. You think that's, that was, a, that's a weird, no, I, I, I don't know yeah. that one. Because like, they literally like try to like fry it out of them. Jesus. I think so. I think that's you like, also think about it, a lot of people who are thrown in insane asylums or, or homes for lunatics back in the day in like the late 1800s, early 1900s. Uh, a lot of them were just used as basically slave labor. They were normally people. Uh, uh, just a little bit slow. Like, yeah. uh, debtor, debtors' prisons. You know, people who couldn't pay their fine or pay their taxes or pay this or that were labeled insane and put put into a lot of places like this because a lot of times they had work farms attached to them. 
Yeah, the, this actually says that uh, before it went downhill that uh, the people that lived there actually helped tend to the property and whatnot. But I guess this is before it became overrun and terrible and whatnot. It's, it's actually now currently um, a part of the property is used as a treatment facility for the criminally insane from the prison systems in Georgia. Yeah, I was wondering about that. How they have, like, you can't take pictures and stuff like that. Yeah, they, they kind of got all that locked down on that side of it. But a lot of the other buildings were, like, really creepy looking. Um, uh, there was a couple of questionable pictures. Well, and I, I do believe I saw something in one of the buildings. And Karen, did you send me those? Or I don't, I mean, I've been looking at shit tons of like ghost pictures lately. So I don't remember if it, it was something that you sent me or not. Uh, I just sent you, I think, uh, maybe like one or two, I believe that I took. And um, I did send you a video on the messenger. Okay. So, quick question: When you guys come across these like uh, areas, is it just because you you guys are just traveling, or? Well, I mean, I travel a lot for for my work off and on over the years. I mean, like we've been all over the country. Is and, it uh, is it just like sightseeing, or or are uh, you are you I'll, just naturally? A lot of times it's sightseeing. Um, this one was actually kind of interesting because this. Uh, us visiting that area was because we were spurred on by the fact that we had an experience near the area. Yeah, the and RV then when, yeah, when we, we talked to the uh, uh, people who ran the RV park that we were staying at, um, they mentioned, oh, that's probably just the little kids from the asylum. Oh my god, can, no, can those adults? Can you tell us? <laughs> no, so they happened? mentioned kids. They mentioned that there were kids who were actually at the asylum, and that people have seen them, people have felt them, um, touched them, and stuff like that. And that's kind of what happened to us. Um, to give a little bit of background, I was um, working in Savannah, Georgia, um, and the hurricane was coming through, and so all of Savannah was forced to evacuate. Um, and so we packed up our RV and moved further inland in Georgia to be safe. And we ended up, you know, in Millersville, just complete, you know. You got to feel like driving Atlanta. She, she didn't want to drive uh, into Atlanta or past Atlanta. Um, so we stopped near Macon, uh, Georgia, at this RV park in Millersville. Um, and it was kind of because they were one of the few spots that actually had room because a lot of people were moved away from the coast because of the hurricane evacuations. What? Uh, yeah, it was hard to find a spot for RVs and stuff like that because people were trying to pack up and hurry up and leave. What, what hurricane was this? I'm sorry. Uh, I don't even remember the name of it because, uh, yeah, it was last year. Um, it kind of hit South Carolina and North Carolina decently bad, but not super, super bad. But it was, it was touted as it was the one that they were thinking was going to destroy all of Florida, but it didn't really hurt Florida at all. Oh, Florida. They're so resilient. <laughs> well, I mean, most, most of their building codes are like, you know, two-foot-thick concrete walls and stuff. So you, you you say that jokingly, but if a dis disaster would happen, I think they would just mutate worse. <laughs> so I'm kind of glad that they're at where they're at. Just Well, I mean, it is Florida. Florida man can survive anything. 
Clearly. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm guessing if they go through an actual catastrophe, they will mutate into something way worse. <laughs> I'm going to say that if a natural catastrophe happens, it's their fault. Yeah, um, I could yeah. say that too. <laughs> well, 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 Florida stares at the hurricane and said, oh, let's have a party. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, I'm so sorry. I got y'all off track. Um, so y'all found an RV, uh, af- an RV park after trying to get inland. Now, do you tend yeah. do you tend to get like the spooky talk when you're like talking to people, or is this something that people just naturally bring up? They're like, oh, that place is a little bit off. Or- uh, it de- it depends on where you're at in the country. Some people just seem to like not really like to talk about. Yeah, because uh, you said Savannah, Georgia, right? There's a lot of like. Uh, like true religion people out there so they kind of tend to stay away from that yeah yeah and so like like um in, in certain places like i mean obviously when we were in savannah everybody was super quick to talk about the haunting because i mean savannah is so haunted i we had so many experiences there we lived there for uh no three and a half years in savannah and it is probably one of the most haunted places we've ever lived Really? Um, yeah, I'm actually but, looking at some of the history like, right now. I was like, Savannah's scary, but as a minority for me, because it sounds <laughs> terrible. No, I'm actually looking at some of the history um, here, and it shows that there's there at, at its peak, there was 13,000 patients at that hospital at one time. And considering oh, what... Oh, yeah, they were way overcrowded in Village. Yeah, and, and considering what, what medicine was at the time, you could assume that... The treatment of most of those patients yeah. was fairly traumatic. So if there is like hauntings, I think it was pretty much whatever I think I can <laughs> do to make you change. I might as well yeah. do it. Yeah. So, well, I mean, so. like the, the the cemetery itself, you wouldn't know it's there in, uh, because it's all unmarked. Yeah, it's, it's I, a grassy field, and that's all it is. And the only reason I knew it was a cemetery. It's because we were told where to find the cemetery before we went there. Machingo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of looking at it right now, and there, it says that there was 25,000 people buried on that popper, property across uh, just everywhere. So yeah. that's wild. This is a huge hospital. I mean, it, that they, the, that the they say. They said some of the cemeteries are actually uh, completely overgrown by trees now, so you can't even find them. Oh, wow. Wow. And they were all mostly predominantly unmarked graves. Yeah, and I believe there's like a mass like land shift in that area, right? Or like it's with uh, Savannah, Georgia, right? No, this is Milledgeville that we're talking about oh, right Millage- now. Oh, I was like, all right. Because I know they have like a little, like what, boggy area? Well, there's swamps all over the place in Savannah. Yeah, and it, like the, their little land shifts all over the place. Yeah. Well, the, they, they've got the marshes and everything, and, and you do have uh, a shift versus water in land on a constant basis because the tide, the low and high tide, affects the whole entire city. Yeah, and that, that's what always made it creepier for me about that area where, like, it was just, you don't know if, like, you're literally living in, like, a weird dead body area. Yeah. Well, I mean, Savannah was a little bit more sophisticated in the sense that their cemeteries are marked. Um, uh, the, the culture of Savannah, um, they tend to have kind of like a similar culture to like Louisiana. And they, they oh, have a okay. Lot of, Where they know that they, the... they have a lot of respect for the dead. So the cemeteries in Savannah are actually some of the most beautiful cemeteries I've ever seen. Oh, wow. Um, Do you guys have bon- any, uh, any pictures Bonavich. of those bad boys? Mm-hmm. 
What's that? Do you guys have any pictures of those bad boys? Uh, I, I actually have one of the statues tattooed on my leg from there, one of the most famous statues. Alright, well, Karen sent a photo, I, I think it's the one that says, uh, Grave of the Unknown Hero, and... Oh, that one's Altoona. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, that's Altoona, Georgia. Sorry. Yeah, he just wanted to start talking about Savannah just now. I was just gonna... Well, I, I, I was trying to... Yeah, she was trying to talk about Millersville because it was kind of like a short story. Okay, um, well, well, tell me that short story first before we okay. continue on anything else. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, so uh, we, we got into there because of the hurricane and everything else. We got set up, and I think maybe the second night we were there, um, our RV has a TV on the outside uh, as well as on the inside. And me and her were sitting in camping chairs uh, in the dark, uh, watching, um, I think it was like Avengers or something. Yes, yes. Oh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And out of nowhere, she's like, what? And I looked at her and I was like, what? And she's like, why are you pulling on my leg? And I'm like, I didn't touch you. And I thought she was joking. And then she, later on, she like felt somebody, what was it, pulling on your hair? Yeah, pulling Ooh. on my hair. And then I literally saw something tugging on my shirt. And I was on the opposite side of her. Yeah. So there's no way I could have reached around, and I wasn't trying to mess with her. And, you know, I, I took everything with a grain of salt because, I'm like, oh, the breeze, this, that. I, I kind some, of try to be a skeptic, even though I've had experiences. Are those giant mosquitoes just hitting up against her? Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> you know. Maybe a little baby alligator, you know? Yeah. But so the next night, she, she didn't want to come outside. Because um, she also had the uneasy feeling that somebody was watching her and stuff well, like that. Well, he thought it was evil, like straight up evil. I'm like, no, I felt like what I thought. Well, he hadn't got that far yet. I felt like it felt like it was like an adult, but with a childish mind, and that's what I kept getting, like a childish mind, but it was a, like an adult. And this is before we talked to the RV people about like the, you know. Like the a hospital and stuff like that. Like a like mice of men kind of thing? Like a Larry kind of thing? What's that? Like a, a mice of men type of thing? Like a Larry dude? Kind of like simple, yeah. Oh, okay, alright. I don't think she's ever read that book, so. No. Oh, okay. I, I, get, I, I, I get it, but she doesn't. Okay, okay. <laughs> Karen, I yeah. believe you did read that book. You just probably forgot. <laughs> well, no, was she, she was probably supposed to read it, but she never did. That's also true. Cause I, <laughs> I know we read that in middle school. I believe okay. in you, Karen. I'm pretty sure you did, but you know it's uh, useless knowledge and you just dumped it. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in you. So, so the the second night, um, she didn't want to come out with me, and um, I was like, well, screw it, you know, I can sit out here, drink my beer, you know, have a couple smokes, and watch my TV show, man, it's like manly soaps for nerds, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm sitting out there, and it, it got darker and darker, because I started watching it, like, when it was kind of like dusk, and I want to say it was like 9.30, 10 o'clock at night, um, you know, I just started getting this uneasy feeling, like somebody was watching me, and I just shrugged it off. And and then I felt, you know, my shorts getting pulled, and I'm like, oh, maybe I got caught in the chair. So I kind of readjusted, and then it kept happening, and the tugging got harder, like to the point where I I was like, somebody's literally grabbing my shorts. So I jump up and I'm freaking out, and I go tell her, and she's like, see, that's what happened to me last night. <laughs> 
<laughs> and uh, so I kind of I'm looking out in the woods, and I I can't say it was something paranormal because it could have been a, uh, an animal. But I mean, I I swear I saw glowing eyes out in the, in, oh. in the darkness like, in between the trees. Like, like glowing eyes or like reflective eyes. You see, it could have been reflecting, but. The weird thing is, what would it be reflecting off of? Because yeah. the TV was pointing towards me. Oh. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Were you? Were, did you have a light on it, or? Because if you have a light on it, they're reflecting eyes. But if no, you're just I, if you're just I, staring I out into the darkness, then they're glowing eyes. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't shine a light out there. So they were glowing eyes then. Until after I saw them, and I ran to the door, and I'm like, "Give me my flashlight." Yeah, they're glowing eyes, brother. I'm shining it out there, and it's a like it, it's it's a you know, a uh, 480 lumen screen light, you know, that can see like five miles away, you know? Jesus. Yeah, yeah, and those were glowing eyes. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll back you up. Those were glowing eyes, sir. Because, I mean, yeah. reflective eyes, you got to be shining something on them to give you that raccoon uh, peeper kind of look. Yeah. And I mean, I don't think it was like demonic or anything, but it just freaked me out so much that I, I felt like it was bad, you know? And I, I might have been overhyping myself because, like, she's making fun of me because I'm like, she's like, yeah, I don't see any eyes. Like, Karen? Karen? I'm like, what the fuck does he want now? <laughs> I'm like, I told you, I'm going outside. I'm like, uh-uh. That's, that's the tone you take you could possibly have gotten <laughs> being getting murdered by a You're Sasquatch. You don't know Karen. <laughs> she's heartless. Yeah. Like, you better walk that shit off. <laughs> Yeah, Jen does that all the time, where she like gasps, like there's a mass, a mass murder in here, and it's just something with the game. So I'm getting ready, I'm getting ready to like to shoot at the wall, and she's just like, "What? No, no, no! It's just a game. My bad." Oh yeah, that, no, don't feel bad, cause I have a wife that wouldn't piss on me if I was on fire. So, Jesus. So walk it off. I feel you on that. <laughs> so I mean, like after that, we went and talked to. Um, uh, to the people, they, they didn't, didn't actually. They didn't him. actually. Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm like not super forthcoming with like a lot of stuff that happens oh, yeah. to me. Oh, did you kind of uh, like lure it out of them to see what they would say? Well, yeah. she went down and talked to him because she always tries to figure out well, this happened. You know, hey, have you guys had any other strange occurrences in this park? And she literally told them, you know. What happened? She's like, why are these ghosts so crazy? <laughs> She's like, why won't they leave me alone? I'm trying to watch my show. But it, it ended up being, you know, like they were right out the bat. They're like, oh, you know, it's the, 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 the kids. And I guess maybe they were talking about the simple-minded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, from the asylum. And I'm like, asylum? And they're like, oh, yeah, it's like less than... Uh, it's less than five miles from here. It's like right down the road. I was like, see, I told you, I was like, I got that adult feeling, but with a childish mind. And I and guess that's where I created it. I was like, oh, man, challenge. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I guess I kind of, you know, I kind of got it afterwards because it's like, um, you know, I, it, I got the childish vibe because they were pulling, you know, like they were trying to play with me, you know, they were trying to mess childish. with me. Well, I have a quick question. When something supernatural happens to you guys, per se, like, is it first that it happens to Karen and then it happens to you, or does it vary from time to time? Um, I would have to say that both of us are kind of, um, 
I think from our childhood experiences are Gentile. are sensitive, <laughs> sensitive to stuff. What? Um, but I'm saying like, who does who gets buggered quickly she, first? She's a little bit more sensitive than I am. Okay. I get bugged first. She normally gets messed with first. Um, she sometimes picks up on things that I never even pick up on. She might have more interaction from a spirit than I ever do. Um, one of those examples, I think. Uh, Karen probably sent you about the, um, uh, the the young woman in Savannah who um, oh, she didn't send it uh, oh, when we were living in Savannah there was a young woman who was murdered in our apartment uh, complex and um, Karen I'm not going to mention the name um, I, I really like to keep that personal as yeah, far as the girl's name um, but she was 21 years old, a college student, and she was murdered by three gang members during a failed robbery. Um, and one night, I think right after it happened, we were outside on the porch of our apartment after the detectives had come over and talked to us and asked us questions, asked if we heard anything, and we weren't even in the apartment complex when it happened. And we were sitting on the porch, and... Um, Karen saw a woman that I could not see. And this woman came up and was talking really fast. But I couldn't, like... And she couldn't she, make out what she was saying. Yeah, because it was kind of like, um, like, mumbling, like, I'm like, I can't understand you. I can't understand you. Like, speak up, speak up. And I don't think she even realized that it, that the woman wasn't there. And mind you, they have not... Until I said something. They, mind you, they haven't even released a picture of this girl. And I describe the girl I'm like you can't see her I'm like she's wet up you know white with red hair like the reddish toned hair I'm like you know she I, how she presented herself like kind of like a jogging outfit kind of way I, like running and and the, the odd thing about that is that I didn't see her at all I did feel uneasy for no reason prior to her even saying anything to me about huh? this girl did you feel like she was having like some kind of like episode? Did it look like she was kind of getting the, uh, you know, kind of neurotic or like a panic like, attack? Yeah. Like, kind of like panic Did, is that how she looked to you, or or yeah. she was just acting yeah, like, like a? Yeah, like she's kept looking back and like kept looking back, kept looking back, and I'm like kind of looking. I'm like, why did she keep looking back? And she like kind of felt like, um, like she was like running away, panicky, like you know how you're out of breath something so i was like you know calm down you know just relax just you know take your time and tell me what's going on and like she tried to explain to her and i'm like look i'm sorry but i i just don't understand what you're saying and then she kind of seemed upset and then she just like ran away like she took off and i was kind of confused i'm like what the fuck you know like and then the next and i was day, even more confused because i saw nothing or heard nothing a couple days later uh, they showed the picture showed of her picture and i'm like hey, the girl. that's the person that was trying to talk to me and i looked and i was like oh my gosh she was dead and i was like oh man that's just like ugh give me the heebie-jeebies it's even so, weirder that she's talking about the whole out of breath thing um, this is something we didn't even notice until i started looking at the something the articles today to send to you um, apparently how she died was not specifically from the gunshot wound from behind to her chest. 
She kind of choked out. She actually drowned in her own blood. blood. Oh my gosh, that's terrible. So it was a slow and painful death, and, and very traumatic, you know. So, I mean, everything kind of goes with it, and like, you know, I try to be skeptical about certain things because you know some things can be explained. Uh, my wife describing a woman who had just been murdered before we we never met her. We've never seen her before. She worked and went to school, so she probably was never home. Well, do you uh, ever feel like, or I guess this would be more uh, a question towards Karen, unless uh, it applies to you as well, but do you ever feel like something ever just go, goes home with you since you travel so much? Or, oh, it has gone home with us yeah. several times. Actually, I had three. It, Ar- Arizona something followed us back from Oh, yeah, Arizona's going to be a whole new episode. <laughs> Like when you say when you say Arizona, I've had encounters with Arizona, and it's usually like a, a like a tribal thing. It's not a <coughs> well, our, ours in Arizona, and I guess I can go into just a teeny bit because we're trying to like keep it to one state. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have I have uh, very distant relatives buried in the cemetery in Tombstone, Arizona. McLaurys. The McLaurys. Oh, the McLaurys, huh? Yeah. Oh wow! And they 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 uh, they were the ones who uh, killed Lighter's brother. Yeah, my condolences, sir. And we visited their graves, um, Tom and Frank. I think it's called Boot Hill. Yeah, it's Boot Hill Cemetery. We visited their graves. Actually, um, actually picked up some weird artifacts. Um, I, I can't completely discount them as solar flares from the lens, but. Um, it's odd that they follow uh, me and my kids throughout the whole cemetery but afterwards, but not prior. Mind you, the sun was at basically the same angle before we, you know, started taking pictures of their grave. I'll send those. And then they followed us back to our RV, and Karen actually saw them, saw one of them a few times in the RV, and then asked them to leave, and they left. Yeah, they were very respectful and they left, but. They didn't argue with me or anything like that, but like. So well, anybody who ever says that the herbs were good people, they were bad. My my, my relatives were good people. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> they were respectful. They were cowboys, but they were respectful. Well, I just I just, I just think well. every cowboy had their own sense of, you know, code. So, I mean, it's good to know that when the lady went out there and told him to leave, they obliged and uh, walked away. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I have a question though. Um, y'all have mentioned y'all's kids a bit. Do they ever see or feel anything? Uh, Annabelle does more often than my son. No. She's had more episodes here in our current house than yeah. my son. Really? So when we just moved to our house. Um, I was in North Carolina. And um, she was telling me um, that she was on the phone to her friends. And one of her friends has mentioned that, you know, hey, um, who's those three people behind you? And she was like, what are you talking about? She's like, yeah, I see three shadows behind you. And like, you know, she kind of like, uh, kind of calmly because I told her many times, if you feel something or you see something, don't show fear because that's what they love, you know? So she calmly came to me and said, hey, she explained what happened. So I was like, okay, whatever, you know? Because I don't really go to my kids' room. I'm like, that's their space, you know? So I went in the room, and I told her, okay, I want you to turn off the lights, get out of the room, so I can 
She did that, and then right when she turned off the light and closed the door, boom, three fucking figures was right up in my face. Really? Two females, one male. And what I got the feeling of the male was like the dominant, and the females were, I guess, they were related to him. And what I got was like, they're kind of like the pioneerish kind of like farmers. And I asked them, like, you know, where did you come from? And they said, North Carolina. And oh man, dude, like North Carolina, like the area where my mom's at, there's houses that like, there's freaking grave sites. People don't even know that they're there until they mow the grass. Oh shit. There's like freaking, like I have driven past plenty of areas where there's like random little gravestones and freaking like just random field, banding field, you know, this and that. It's like, it's kind of sad, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know, it's, it's sad, you hey, know? Uh, quick question, whenever you do come into contact with, I guess, whatever it is that you see, is it just uh like a, I guess like a optical thing or are you able to smell kind of like taste I, I, it I, in the air like is there like well, a... I, I personally had uh, you know since uh, you know I've seen stuff I felt things like and I smelled something because me personally whenever that happens to me I don't visually see it first I like usually smell it taste it or like the I guess the, like a, a separate sense yeah like it, it yeah. well not even that it's like it could be cold and then it just gets like humid <laughs> or sticky or yeah I get what you're saying yeah that's how it felt in her room but um, the only time I smelled something was actually when I was in Altoona Lake in Georgia I I smelled uh, sick cigars like roughly like like strong cigars and um you know what i was told by one of the guys who were working there that um was it a general or a colonel they used to like who likes to kick back by the bathroom area and just smoke cigars and people have mentioned that they've seen a guy in a, a civil war outfit just chilling smoking a cigar just watching people wow. and i my my, I think it was my son and my daughter said they haven't seen somebody doing that you know, but they just assumed that's like reenactment person, so they didn't think nothing of it because in Georgia they have so many reenactments and stuff like that. So, you know, yeah. Well, shit, that's crazy, dude. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I love Georgia. So I don't know if it would be too personal, but was there a? I, I guess a cause to y'all sensitivity to this, or could y'all trace it back to to something that that tra I guess traumatized y'all yeah, or traumatic event or yeah, some traumatic kind of event uh, that makes y'all so sensitive to these things. Because me personally, like I, I've never had any encounter, and I've tried so hard, but I, I just I can't. I, I don't know if it's a personal thing, a spiritual thing. I, I don't know. You know, I, I think certain people are born sensitive to it. Um, I know in my case, just like, um, when I was about five or six, uh, mind you, I had, I had never met my grandma, uh, on my father's side. Um, but she, 
came to me in a dream because, um, like, she lived in Colorado, and I was living in Maryland uh, at that age. And a woman came to me in my dream and told me, and I'm not even sure what you called it, if it was a dream, if it was a vision, if it was a communication, uh, you know, but she came to me and explained to me that uh, she was sensitive to the stuff and that uh, I was going to be as well. And uh, later on when I was older, I, I explained this to uh, my mother uh, and described the person and she said, well, that's your mom, which is what we called my grandma. Um, but the interesting thing is that, that when it happened, um, and I can't completely tell if it was the exact date or not, but, it, um, it was around the time that she passed. Uh, so, I mean, ever since probably about the age of, you know, six or seven, I, I, I've had experiences and I, I can't explain it. You know, but I just think it was because I was born sensitive. To Did you ever go through like an extremely lucky phase when you were little, and then just develop shit luck as you got old? Well, that's the story of my whole entire life. But I, I don't think. That <laughs> yeah, I was gonna biggest. say that's that's my current predicament well, right now. No, because like usually people that because uh, you know the the his story that he basically said about his grandma is something that I experienced, and I've talked to other people that actually have gone through it. And usually, you'll see stuff, and you'll have like a like a sixth sense of like where money is, or like jewelry and stuff like that, and you'll find it, and you feel like, oh yeah, like awesome, or like I should take a, a risk on this. And usually, by the time you get around like fourteen, fifteen, it goes away, and you feel like you're kind of like on the opposite side of that, like it's just like tragic event after tragic event after tragic event. Well, I mean, my entire entire childhood was was tragic. Uh, um, traumatic, I guess. Uh, I ended up in foster care, group homes, uh, in a bad situation from about the age of six or seven until I was 18 and I was an adult. So, but I guess what I'm saying is like when they get, when you get, like I'm saying, like a, uh, like little tokens of something where you find something that's like, I guess meaningful to you, or that seems valuable to you, that you would know it wasn't given to you, you actually found it, and you're like, oh wow, I can't believe I stumbled upon this. No, I don't, I don't think I really had anything like that. So it was just pure shafting from there on out since you got it? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, wow. I, 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 had, I had a lot of real difficult experiences when it came to uh, my childhood and everything else, and, and it was definitely marred by a lot of uh, um, paranormal experiences um, from a really young age. I think that probably probably did affect my psyche to a certain degree, um, but I think you kind of become numb to it and used to it, and so probably by the time I was like, you know, 11 or 12 years old, you know, it would happen, but I... What was it like a... I, and I don't mean to dig too much into you don't have to answer but was it like a all the day thing or like when the lights went off kind of thing it would just come to me from time to time it wouldn't always be every day um, uh, and that's why you would be uh, kind of labeled like difficult about it because of that kind of 
thing happening? Um, well, some things that a child should never experience. Um, one of those was the, the, the foster family that I lived with uh, early on. I think I was seven. Um, the, the, the woman, she was actually a grandmother, but she was my foster mother for a brief period of time. Um, their house was uh, half of it because they had built an addition to it. Half of it was um, actually a building from the uh, mid to late 1800s. Uh, it was in Maryland, uh, not too far from Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it was actually used as a field hospital for retreating Confederate troops. Oh, shit. And the part of the house that was added on was uh, supposedly built over uh, unmarked graves of Confederate soldiers who died of their wounds. And so this woman was seriously, seriously into the occult. Uh, by um, occult, sorry, I, I, I want to kind of dig on that. When you say occult, do you mean occult like paganism or? Uh, she read tarot cards every single day. She tried to contact spirits. Yes, yeah, so it was more like an esoterical pagan kind of thing. Uh, uh, I, I, I wouldn't call it specifically paganism because I don't think she like worshipped the, the earth gods and was stuff it like, like that. I guess like a like a ruin kind of like a I, I would get it more towards the idea of witchcraft okay alright like uh like actual Salem witchcraft kind of thing going on on there yeah okay um but they're they they believed in like she believed in the renewing energy of of, of uh uh experiencing and communicating with the dead. Did she ever think that you had some kind of reincarnated abilities or something when she was messing with she, you? She used to look at me uh, from time to time and say there's something special about you, but would never go further than that. Mm, okay, do you feel like you have some kind of uh, reincarnated uh, abilities that you feel from time to time in your travels? I don't think there, it's, it's reincarnation, maybe I, I, I don't even want to think of it as like special abilities because I, I don't embrace it. No, yeah, because I'm just saying like, do you, ever, do you ever feel like, oh, I've been here before? Yes, I Yeah, we both get that feeling quite a bit. Uh, but, you know, with her, I think that it's one of the things that kind of really damaged me, I think, and kept me from wanting to explore it further for a long time was they would normally on the anniversary of the Battle of Gettysburg on the bloodiest day, which was the fighting between Little Round Top and Devil's Den, uh, they would actually sneak into the park, which is actually open, but that you have to hide from the park rangers because the park is closed after uh, dusk. And they would camp out in the woods near Little Round Top in tents and stuff. And um, I didn't physically see anything that time because I was in the tent. But what I heard outside of the tent, uh, it couldn't have been on speakers. It couldn't have been anything. It was literally the sounds of war and men dying and screaming their last breaths. So, and like you're saying, like disembodied voices. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they were disembodied because everybody else was outside of the tent. They could have been seeing things. 
But I'm I'm literally saying like disembodied voices, the sounds of cannons and muskets. Um, Just insane, insane. Like, was was this all uh, audio, or did you were you able to like feel it? Like you know how when something goes off, you can kind of feel the vibration, or, or you know like smell it, or was it just like purely audio for you? I do remember the smell of, of what I now know, because back then I'd never fired a gun, uh, but I do know the sound of the, the, the smell. I smelled the smell of black powder. Um, but, you know, it, it, it I, I, uh, I've been to war, you know, and you know, you can kind of tell the difference in the, the emotions was what also got to me then, too, was because I wasn't feeling myself. I was feeling emotions that I could not explain at that age. Is that something that, uh, I, I feel like Karen is definitely an empath where, like, she could definitely pick up on everybody else's energy. Uh, do you think that that's something that you experienced before, or it was only at that one location? Oh, no, I definitely... Feelings is what I get more often, and, uh, you know, I sense things and I feel things more than I see things. She, she senses and feels things, but she sees a lot more than I do. Um, so, you know, I think, I think in that, in that sense, we both are kind of impasse when it comes to it. Um, okay. And did y'all, do y'all have like any other things that happened to y'all in Georgia? I know y'all said that y'all have a lot of different stories, like in different states. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to know like the, the, the scariest in Georgia, or I mean, it probably won't be the scariest for you as it would be to her, but. I kind of want to hear both of y'all's different versions of, like, either not the scariest, but the most, uh... Me, me and her and, and the kids, uh, were actually downtown in Savannah, um, down near River Street. At night. At night. Um, and we had went out to dinner and, and you know, had a couple drinks and stuff at the restaurant. We were on our way back to the car, which was parked uh, further into the downtown area. And there's a cemetery, I think it's called the Colonial Cemetery. Yeah, um, and, um, so we were walking past, and we've always kind of liked the beauty of the, you know, Savannah cemeteries. Well, the, the, yeah, the, the live oak trees, the Spanish moss, like she said. And um, we were passing by, and the cemetery's closed at night. It's got these huge wrought iron fences. Um, they actually have security that goes through the cemetery prior to them closing it and locking it up that, that they clear the area. Um, and so we're walking by and we're about halfway past it. And I don't know why, we just kind of stopped and looked at the cemetery. And as we're looking into the cemetery, we see something running on something black. And about human, sh- human shape, human size, but running on all fours. Oh no! <laughs> Sorry. And then it stops, 
Uh, and it, it was running amazingly well for a humanoid Yeah, but after, after it realizes you guys are caught on to it. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you know, it, it, it was going pretty damn fast. And it stopped all of a sudden about probably 10, 12 feet from a live oak tree. Stood up on two legs, looked over at us, and we could see the eyes. The eyes were red because it just did not feel right. It did not feel good. It felt really, really bad. Yeah, because a lot of people don't don't get the difference of it because I've had reflective experiences where I could chalk it up to like a coyote, maybe a, a wild dog, a raccoon. But once you see like burning or like glowing eyes, there's a there's a it's a whole different ball game. Yeah, I mean, and, and we've done a lot. We, we do a lot of. Uh, in the past, we've done a lot of hiking and outdoor stuff, and you know, we've done some where we've accidentally been out hiking at night, and I've seen, you know, the reflection of an animal's eyes in, in, in a flashlight or something like that, and there's a big difference in that. They, they also, most animals tend not to have. Uh, it's more like a, like a green. It's more like a green tint. Yes, yeah, normally like a blue-green tint, especially like alligators and raccoons and stuff like that. You know, it's like a blue-green tint. I think the uh, only th I think the only thing red thing is like that I've seen from like that actually grows red is like Chihuahua dog eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I'm in the opinion that Chihuahuas are evil anyway. Yeah, so. that, that's I mean, I, not to make light of anything, but the only ref reflection that I've seen on like an animal that's actual red is like Chihuahua eyes. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're the devil. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, yeah, so this thing stopped, looked at us, and then turned back towards the tree and kind of, in a single bound from 12 feet away, jumps what must have been like 12 feet over, but like 10 feet up into the tree and just disappeared. Jesus. Wow. And like, was there a tree line, or was it just gone? No, it was just gone. There was no tree line. It was just a, a, a single live oak in the middle of the cemetery. I mean, there's a couple in this cemetery, but this one was just kind of not next to another tree. And I can honestly never really explain it. Well, um, I, I could assume with a military background, you just, once something goes on and there's not a tree line, you're just like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah, because I mean, like, if you look at a lot of Spanish mosses in, in like Savannah, or uh, live oak trees with Spanish moss and stuff like that in Savannah, they don't tend to have like a really thick, you know, tree cover. So you can kind of see through the branches. It just kind of disappeared, right? Yeah. And I mean, like, this, this cemetery is, like, colonial cemetery. It's beautiful. It's beautiful, have, but it's like, old. But they have a mass grave of, like, the from the yellow fever in there. An unmarked yeah. mass grave of God knows how many people. It's estimated it's to be at least, uh, yeah, it's, just, it's estimated to be, like, 2,000 people. In yeah, and that, that mass that's grave. Just, Pandemic-wise, like they didn't really get to scratch everybody into the number, so I can just yeah. assume. Well, I imagine if you were poor, you you didn't get, you know, put uh, your own grave. Yeah, know, especially exactly. from something like that, especially when whole families were dying. Yeah. And did y'all's kids see the that humanoid thing also? Uh, Junior did. Yeah, my son did. Um, He's the one who got my attention. Because I was just looking around because I was looking at, oh, look at the horsies. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, look, look. 
Did you like get like an evil vibe from it, or were y'all just more like, what the fuck is that? It was so fast. We're like, uh, did you see it? And I, yeah. I, I was actually watching it before she saw it because I was staring at the cemetery. She was staring at the horse-drawn carriages going by. And let me. Oh jeez, look at the squirrel. Let me just <laughs> let me just touch on this. Uh, maybe you guys, since you have traveled a lot, and I mean I've gone to places where I I've personally what you're describing happens. Okay, so she said if you felt anything. But me personally, you don't always feel it, you know, everything when you go to places. It's majority yeah. of the time you just kind of turn around and you're like, what the hell is that? Yeah. I guess it's just atmosphere they compared to... so quickly, you can't, you're like, what the, did I just, what? What just happened, you know? You don't yeah, have a chance to feel or, you know, like, yeah. It? yeah. Going back to another place um, that she's talked about before, you know, um, Altoona Lake in uh, Georgia... Um, I actually, there was a battle that, that happened there during the Civil War, and I used to love going to the battle site area where they have a, um, what they call a cutout railroad, where they dug a trench to put a railroad through a mountain. And it, it was pretty cool, because you got these crazy rock walls on both sides, and I used to like to ride my bike out there, uh, you know, for exercise and have fun. And there was on a couple of occasions where I heard people out there, uh, you know, and couldn't explain because nobody else was out there. But there was a few occasions where I would see somebody up on the hill, and then they just disappeared. And it was kind of like, whoa, what the hell just happened? You know, like, while I was looking at them, they were gone. Didn't feel anything, just saw something. That's fucking creepy. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, but going back to like the weird humanoid thing because that just sounds fucking creepy as fuck. Like, was it making any noises or like, did y'all even hear it? No, no, like no, 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 it was just too fast. That was the, the other yeah. weird thing for moving so fast, there was no noise. Yeah, that's strange. Like, I would imagine, like, if it was like fucking landing in a goddamn tree, it would well, like. Make a I don't. I, I, I really, from the experience of it, I don't think it, it was a physical thing. Like oh. I, like I, I know exactly what they're talking about. The only thing, the question that I would say from actually seeing something similar to that is, was it darker than the shade that was actually yeah. there? Oh, it was. It was darker than the darkness. That, the that's how you could tell the difference of it, right? Oh, okay. believe me, awesome. I saw that dark. Yeah. Like, because the cemetery was not well lit in that part of the cemetery, so it. The only reason I could tell it was there is because it was darker, she right? Could tell it was there because it was darker than yeah. darkness. Okay, that that usually happens to me during sleep paralysis, where it's actually darker than the actual darkness of the room. Yeah. So did y'all ever like look into this and see if there was any like correlation to some type of like local urban legend or something? There, there actually is a pub, um, a famous. Uh, brew. I think it's called Blue Moon. If you've ever heard of the yeah, I think that's what it's called. Um, uh, Ghost it, Adventures. It's a Ghost Adventures actually touched on this place. They actually investigated this place, but there's a Blue Moon Brewery uh, in Savannah, Georgia, and it's also a pub. And they actually apparently the place is haunted as hell. It's a very old building, but in the basement there is. Um, People have seen shadows. black humanoid shadows that are darker than dark. 
and that it feels evil down there. Oh. Huh. And uh, I've heard people, they, I don't think anybody's ever caught it on camera or anything like that. I think Ghost Adventures did. But what I had heard described uh, by a few individuals and quite a bit online was basically seemed like it was the same thing we saw. Okay, okay. And it's not very far from the brewery to the cemetery. Interesting. And it's weird because we never, we, we, the, that, that brewery, we have walked by it many a times and never thought anything about it being haunted other than it just felt wrong when we would yeah. walk by it. Yeah, because I was like, this place, I don't know, something about this place. That. I keep telling them, like, this place. And then that's when most of them did it. I was like, it's hey, funny, it was, it was like here. long after we had left Savannah yeah. that, that they actually went there and did an investigation there and we're like, holy crap, that's a place we've walked by and always got that bad feeling. The same thing with Dead Files did uh, Tucson and I, was, and I was telling my husband, I'm like, see, I told you I felt something there that's older than like all of us that's been around since like like dinosaur time or whatever, like I felt something very old, like not even God Elemental. himself can get rid of this thing. Elemental. Yeah. Elemental. And I've seen it, and it's deep. If y'all were still living there after y'all saw that, would y'all have gone and like tried to investigate yourselves, or would y'all like have just avoided it still? Um, because my kids live with me, I think it's still avoiding. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, because my kids live with me, no, I, I feel um, you. <laughs> I, I have to protect them. Karen has shown a lot of interest in doing it, and I'm kind of the voice of reason. Yeah, because <laughs> I was doing it uh, when you were doing the paranormal stuff, uh -huh. and I was like, "Man, I'm so jealous and this and that." And... We we both had experiences where things have followed us, and that wasn't even Wall trying to investigate. I you can know, only that was imagine. just stuff that happened to us. So. So I always felt like um, it, it would be irresponsible of me to subject my kids to that. I hear you. I was number one irresponsible. Like when we're in Kentucky, I really want to go to, what was it, Mackey? Oh, Bobby Mackey's. Oh, and I've heard about that place. I yeah, I wanted to go there. She so wanted to go there, and I told her no because, uh, you know, I just seen too her. much stuff and too much stories <laughs> about the evil that's in that place. Yeah. And even if, uh, I just don't want to take that chance. You know, I can't say myself that it is, because I've never been there. But I don't want to take that chance of bringing something on us. I, I hear could, you, buddy. I used, to be, uh, I used to be responsible in my teen years. I used to actually uh, do it as like a party favor for people. I used to dabble in a lot of really bad things when I was a teenager. And I think that's because of my experiences. And uh, I think that, that also had a lot of ne negative effect on... You yeah, know, my adult my teenage life. Years. Yeah, <laughs> and I know what an attachment can do to a person. You know, it's, so it's, it's a little bit draining. Yeah. It's draining, but it can also be downright destructive. Mm. I, mean, um, I, I had a ghost in my old house. Um, Jen knows. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had a little boy living in my room. I mean, like, every time I go to bed, you know, when you feel like somebody's, like, going to the top of your bed, like, putting pressure on your bed, and you see the crease or whatever on the, um, the bed and the pillow, 
And I'm like, oh, man, can you not sleep with me tonight? I'm like, <laughs> what I used to do, but like, hey, when I have my stuffed animals around my bed, that's me saying, not tonight, don't sleep with me, I don't want to bother, but he used to, like, change my channels. I mean, mind you, I did not have a remote. And, like, when I try to watch Scooby-Doo, he would change the channel to, like, Loose Clues or SpongeBob. I'm like, no, I want to watch Scooby-Doo. <laughs> and my dad would come in, like, who are you talking to? And I'm like, Hector over here doesn't want me to watch Scooby-Doo. And he's like, well, just grab the remote. I'm like, what remote, Dad? This hasn't been a freaking batteries in this remote since, like, forever, you know? <laughs> or, well, I remember one time that or well it was multiple times not just one time like multiple times that your that y'all had a big screen in the living room and it would like fucking start flipping through the static that, channels that, that big screen actually ended up in our house right yeah. after we got married <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> let's, just, let's just take the haunted tv with us come on hector so yeah yeah so so when she was living down in uh Nathalia, um with her mom and her stepdad uh we met we got married and um, I think it was after I came back from Iraq. See, but I don't think it was attached to that. It was attached to my sitting back, and Nessa got the sitting back. Okay, but but what whatever was up with that TV, um, we could never explain it because it ended up in our house after I came back from Iraq because her mom was trying to get rid of it. Yeah, yeah, I, be I believe you on that. I had an alarm CD player alarm that I so willingly gave up to my little brother and he ended up burning it in like a grill. Oh, we, we, we threw this fucking TV out. We smashed it. We smashed it and threw it in the trash. Oh, well, um, Karen had her TV in her room too that would randomly change. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's that, yeah, that's the, that's the TV that, that would literally turn off and on on itself and change channels and volumes. And let me watch Scooby-Doo. Like, we, we would be sitting there watching, and, and mind you, this TV's so goddamn old, nobody nobody would have a fucking remote that would like be the same. Um, I mean, it was no shit. Like, it weighed, like, 250 pounds, and it was yeah, a big you, screen project, projection. You could hear it humming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if, if we would watch something and it would like turn itself off, or we would be in bed and hear the TV come on. I hear chicken whatever. I, I, yeah. I think when we killed the TV and threw it in the trash, though, that, that thing actually, uh, whatever was attached to it, ended up in our daughter's typical Me Elmo doll. Oh, no. Don't get me started with Elmo. Oh, my God. No. You know what? Funny that you say that because my brother, uh, he had the same thing so okay um we're not originally from san antonio so he ended up getting a tim duncan doll i believe <laughs> <laughs> tim and, duncan's haunting you yeah <laughs> uh and when uh when it originally happened to me i had just uh, separated from my ex-wife and i had gone uh, to go stay at my mom's and uh, my mom had said, hey, uh, I'm giving you this room because nobody wants this room. And I go, okay. Well, is that's it... awfully nice. Yeah, I go, is it because of the the one window? And he's like, no, uh, pretty much everybody that slept in here, your brothers, your sisters, they're all kind of like, fuck this. It's haunted. We don't want to sleep in here. So they would rather sleep in the living room or in like the garage kind of thing. Oh, 
Oh, wow. So, so it's kind of like a toss-up between, hey, I get my own fucking room. Yeah, and it, it's empty. I got to deal with the ghost. Yeah, there was empty. It, it had a closet, nice tile flooring. I was like, I was, I'll take it. So uh, yeah. we go in there, and she's like, I'm just telling you, like, it's there's something in here. And I go, it's cool. So I'm unpacking, I'm unpacking. And I know for a fact that this alarm CD radio doesn't have the cord attached to it to plug in. And I damn as well as a Mexican am not buying D batteries to power this up. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not Those doing it. And heavy and they don't last yeah, long. I'm not doing that. So I grab it, I put it on a thing, and I have like a mixed CD. Because, you know, back then you used to be able to burn your CDs and it was like a playlist thing. So it starts playing the Chris Isaac. And my mom's just looking at it. And this thing's upside down. And if anybody who's anybody knows CDs that they're old, <laughs> if you don't have an anti-shock uh, CD player it, upside down, it's just going to keep skipping. It's not going to play right. Even, yeah. if you, even if you tap it a little bit, it's not going to play the CD properly. So it's going on, going on. And my mom's looking at me like, oh, your uh, radio turned on. And I literally look at her dead in the eyes and I go, Mom, that thing doesn't have batteries. It's probably whatever's in here. And she giggles and she's like, stop playing with me. And I go, Mom, you can pick that thing up and you can open it. I can promise you there's no batteries in there. And she's just yeah. looking at me, looking at me, and she finally, like, I guess gets the boss to go and get it. She opens it up. No batteries. And I go, the lights aren't even on, Mom. I go, there's, like, no power to this thing. And she opens it up. The CD isn't even spinning. She literally puts it down on the bed and goes, well, okay, well, um, I'm going to go make food. <laughs> you just get all your stuff done. And I was like, okay. I was like, all right, buddy. So I, <laughs> so I kind of have a, a, a story from uh, the uh, the horror show house that I lived in and, you know, that I told you about before. All right, I'm excited. Set it up. Set, give me the, the year, how old you are. And oh, this, this is the foster home that was built on the... the that half of it was built on the graveyard, so I was okay. like seven. Um, one night, uh, me and one of her grandkids, the, the foster mom, uh, were actually sleeping in bunk beds. Are we, are we talking summer, winter? Set, set it up a little bit more ambiance uh, for me. About, this, this is about summer. Okay. Because, um, you know, this is the same place that I ended up in Gettysburg. I was only there for a couple of months, so it, it was July time frame. And... Uh, this is like two, three days into being there, and I'd already seen some creepy stuff, like rocking chairs rocking without any people being in them, and no wind at all. Uh, but the uh, me and her her grandson were in the one bedroom, uh, towards the older side of the house, the front of the house, and the house has. No basement, but they have uh, a fruit cellar underneath. It's only oh. accessible from the outside. Is it like a damp, lightless cellar? Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. It, yeah, it's Continue. damp. It's built built out of stone like they used to do back in the day. Um, and they, they, they didn't really store fruit down there. They just put random crap down there. Uh, I mean, it was thing, probably intended was for that, but afterwards they kind of just used it for that, right? Yeah. But it, it, it was padlocked all the time. Uh, the only reason I knew how it was down there afterwards was because of the experience. I wanted to see what was down there. Because I'm like trying to explain as a seven-year-old how I got scared shitless. You know, there has to be an explanation. 
but we're sitting there in, in the room, and uh, I can't remember exactly what we were doing, but I think we were just talking or whatever, you know, just two kids not wanting to go to sleep, probably about 12 o'clock at night, and the lights were on in the room. Well, they had they had a fan in the room because the AC in the house was mostly, uh, you know, window units and stuff like that, and there was a um, floor fan, you know, white, cheap floor fan, and me and him started hearing strange noises come from underneath the floor. Mm. And it was kind of like creaking, which I was like, oh, it could be the house, but then it sounded kind of like groaning too. And, uh, you know, it started sounding closer and closer to the floor, getting louder and louder until it sounded like it was in the closet. The closet was actually open. Didn't see anything, freaked out. And we started hearing footsteps coming out of the closet. And right after it passed the fan, the fan turned on. And so we're freaked out about the fan, but I'm pretty cognizant about the fact that I can hear footsteps going into the hallway, which is dark. But the door's shut. We're freaking out. We look over. The fan's not even plugged in. It suddenly stops spinning but we're still hearing the footsteps down the hallway. And then down in uh, another bedroom is her granddaughter sleeping in her uh, daughter's bedroom. Uh, and the daughter was, uh, she wasn't there that night. I don't know what she was doing, but her daughter, her granddaughter of the foster mom was in the bed without her mom. And out of nowhere, we just hear blood curling scream. Uh, just put me on edge. We rush out of the room. We run back there, and she's got, like, the most terrified look on her face. And uh, she she won't even talk for, like, the rest of the night, the rest of the next day. She wouldn't talk about it. Um, if she did talk about it, she probably talked to the grandma. But, you know, she must have seen something. And then the grandma told us that, that a lot of times... And she tried to explain it to us because she was she she was so in tune with spirits and stuff. Um, she said a lot of times when you have hauntings, if the environmental conditions are not the same as when whatever happened to that spirit, you can't see them. In the case of the girl, she explained that because her lights were off in her room. She could see it, but we could not. Yeah, it, 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 it was kind of like a little, I guess, juxtaposed kind of scenario going on. Yeah. And, I mean, we, we went down into the bait, the, the, store, uh, the fruit cellar the next night, and it was like, you know, there was just junk down there. There was nothing that, that would have caused sounds. It's not like there was a speaker down there and we were... Yeah. We're usually, we're usually when something that, I guess, impactful happens to, once the person gets drained, it usually takes a couple of days till they build up that kind of, like, energy back up. Because I'm pretty sure you guys experienced it. Once you guys get drained out and you guys have been tapped out, you guys have that little period of, like, nothing happening. Yeah. And then once you guys feel that... I, I guess once you feel your tank is filled back up, 
that's when they, you, you know, you get kind of preyed upon a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, we've had situations where things have really bad happened, like, as far as stuff that affected us and scared us and affected us to the point where it just, we felt bad for, like, days afterwards. Like a physical nausea? Mm, uh, I just felt, like, so drained and so, like, you know... if you've ever had the flu and you feel weak, yeah. you know, or like, oh, okay. or like a hangover, I would I would explain it to yeah, as that, yeah. that, that where be, you know another one, you get kind of like a snip, yeah, like snippets of what happened, and then kind of like sadness, shame, and then kind of like uh, like 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 a cringiness to what happened to you. Yeah, it feels dirty. Yeah. So, you know, here, here's my question, right? So considering I'm surrounded by a lot of people who seem to, if on many levels, be sensitive to the paranormal and stuff like that, I have yet to have any experience or anything of the such. Uh, what would you, how would you explain me not being sensitive to it? And that's that I've put myself in these situations where I've tried to look for something. Is it that I'm looking too hard or... or or what? I, I think you have to kind of emotionally be open to it. Um, Go to Savannah. <laughs> I, yeah, I would say Savannah is one of those places where if you spend a month in Savannah, you will see something or experience something. Huh. And also in Arizona. I, I've too. met complete and utter skeptics, uh, people that I know who uh, during their, their military career have gotten stationed in Savannah at Hunter Army Airfield, which is in Savannah. And completely did not believe in anything, but have some stories where they can't explain it, and have never had experiences anywhere else. Okay, uh, I, I don't mean to shine, uh, cut in real quick, but I've never been to a lot of places in Georgia. I just happened to stumble upon there once, and it was very quickly because it was like a road trip. But yeah. I have been into Mississippi a lot, and Mississippi would be another good one. I was about to say Mississippi gives gave me all those. Whatever it is you guys are talking about, I I've would never. I've Mississippi and had experiences without stopping. I will, I yeah. I yeah, I will never live, visit, or drunk appear in Mississippi ever again. <laughs> um, but I will say one of one of the another place where where you're likely and it's actually not too far from us where you're New pretty highly likely. Yeah, it's New. Oh New yeah, Orleans. I love New Orleans. I I actually. Uh, I know the likelihood of... I passed of, by the murder house and didn't know I was walking yeah, by the murder house. The likelihood of her listening or her relatives is a Priestess Miriam. I used to hang out with her, all her family members from uh, Lake Charles and Lake Pontchartrain. They were yeah. very beautiful to me and they actually housed me in a lot of places and taught me a lot of stuff about, you know, the bayou and their uh, <laughs> livelihood. <laughs> they're... they're, they're uh, they're a very spiritual culture there. And I'm not just talking about people who are into voodoo, just people yeah, who just are in general. raised in New Orleans, or knowledge as they call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they, they're very open to the spirituality of the place. And I mean, the, the place is haunted as hell. Yeah, like I, I, rem- I, I think we've touched this on a on a, one of our other episodes, right? Where, yeah, you did. Because I remember you talking about it. Yeah, yeah, where they they literally one of the some of the actual 
a resident stopped me from going into the cemetery because they're like, no, you're just gonna get robbed there, guy. Like that's not the place to go. Oh yeah, yeah. Not even daytime. Uh no, it, it's usually yeah, at nighttime. Fine. It was a, she, the lady that was trying to get me mugged specifically said I had to go during the night. Yeah. And like, See, and like, and that's and that's how it is in River Street as well. You don't want to go there at night. Well, not, because, not, not because River Street, but like there, not there, River Street, River Street, or River Street, sorry. <laughs> um, there, there's actually areas like Savannah's kind of like New Orleans where people tend to um, take advantage of tourists. Yeah, know? like she told me, like take you know, take your best cameras. Take as much equipment as you want. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. was setting you yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's like, uh, take something to leave an offering, like you know, mm. but go buy a bottle of liquor. You know, just oh, shit. yeah, like leave something good for, uh, you know, Ms. Levey. You know, and you'll experience something. Oh yeah. You know. You I've know. actually, I've, I've actually been to the the, the voodoo shop. Yeah, the, the, the house of Madame Levey. Yeah. Yeah, the house of Madame Levey, and um, it's to say the least very very interesting it is uh, especially with all the little uh, knickknacks towards the very back of the room yep the back of the room is the creepiest parts of the room so, um, so then so I guess I, I, I normally wherever I go I grab uh, haunting books for my wife because you know we, we don't always get to travel together yeah and so that was one of the places the last time I was in um, New Orleans was um, after Hurricane Harvey hit Texas oh, whoa. um I was uh, working for um, a government organization, uh, aviation, and we got stopped in Louisiana because of problems with the aircraft uh, in Hammond, um, which is about an hour from New Orleans. Well, we ended up not being able to find a hotel, so we ended up booking a hotel uh, a couple blocks from Bourbon Street. Oh, that's like the worst. Those are like the worst ones. <laughs> Well, this was this was actually the double treat because working for a government uh, organization, you know, they tend to take care of you when you're TDY or on travel. Well, so, I'm not I'm not saying about spooky stuff. I'm like just in general traffic wise. Like I remember, I, I oh yeah, I personally hate Mardi Gras because there's like you can't do anything. It's just so packed and it's terrible. Well, that was kind of the beauty of staying at this place was because the the, the valet parking. So you know our our company vehicle. You know, they, they took it somewhere. We didn't have to find a place to park. And oh, then, okay, that's you amazing. You know, two blocks from Burby Street, you just walk down there. I'm gonna go to, goes there. I'm going to go the Jesse route, and I'm going to ask you, both of y'all, since y'all had a good amount of uh, paranormal experiences, any weird sexual paranormal experiences, <laughs> we're going there right now. Um, I haven't, but I think she's had one that could be borderline. And that was when. Well, I don't. I don't think it was sexual, but it was. But like you know, I'm not. Assault. I'm not saying like. I'm so saying like, like, are you are you saying like incubus level? No, 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 no. Well, it could it could be as much as like incubus, but it could be as towards where you felt inappropriately I mean, I touched by ass. something. I mean, someone grabbed my ass. So I mean. That's pretty much it. Yeah, was I'm not talking about like if you go to a bar and someone grabs your ass. I'm talking about like you're in the middle of a kitchen, you're doing the dishes, everybody's like 50 feet away from you, and you're just like, what the hell was that? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, just grab my ass and like, I think it was in um, Kentucky. <laughs> Kentucky? <laughs> 
Was this a one-time thing, or? Yeah. I mean, was it just the blind ghost that was kind of making his way around the house, or was this? <laughs> and he or just. He definitely didn't grab my butt, so. <laughs> <laughs> he just happened to stumble upon you, or did, did it feel like he was trying to, you know, grade you? I don't know. I think just just like quick like crap crap and then kind of take off or some shit. You know. I don't know. Wow, you went for the second one, huh? (laughs) (laughs) But I was like walking my dog, my little puppy, and we were like by the river, and then just me and my doggy. I went to pick up the poop, and I felt something kind of like squeeze my butt, and I'm like, what the hell? I thought it was my husband. I turn turn around and be like, hey, stop! But there was nobody. I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, eh, whatever. <laughs> so, and, and, <laughs> so, and I'm not trying to be funny here, but like, serious question: Was it aggressive, or was it like sensual? You know how like you like kind of grab your wife's ass or your girlfriend's ass, like, ooh, you've been over like quack quack, you know? I, no, I haven't touched my wife in like two years. So. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you, it was a it was a aggressive pinch, <laughs> on the point to where where it borderlines. Almost hatred, where you're like, <laughs> I love it, but oh. No, it's just like I guess playful, you know. Oh, okay. Like, pick up that dog poop. Yeah, <laughs> there you go, like that. I'm like, orale, it. Oh, you know? <laughs> it was funny, but I mean, I love Kentucky. Kentucky was really awesome. I was hoping, like, I'm like a big, big, bigfoot fan. Oh no. He's in Bigfoot, right? Okay, hey, you know what? I'm not angry at you, Karen. I love that you believe in Bigfoot and I back you up 100%. Even though I don't believe in Bigfoot, I believe in you believing in Bigfoot. I have a new perspective on you. We were actually actually driving um, back down to Texas from Frankfurt, Kentucky for a weekend to look for houses uh, before we bought our house here. And Somewhere in western Kentucky, I'm driving, she's not paying attention. There's actually somebody carved out a silhouette of Bigfoot on a piece of metal posted <laughs> on the side of the highway got her. on their property. I was like, oh shit, babe, there's Bigfoot. She got fucking excited. <laughs> and when she saw it, she was pissed. Yeah, I started like, you fucker, you woke me up for that shit? I'm like, oh my God. Okay, question. Since you're a big fan, aficionado do you dabble in sasquatch and other yeti like animals <laughs> or is it just bigfoot so just like the sasquatch and the bigfoot i mean when i was in colorado i don't know josh gates um, totally gave compelling evidence of yeti okay? hey don't be talking about my husband like that right? <laughs> <laughs> i don't believe in bigfoot but like when we were in colorado i think it was high speeds and uh, they have like stickers of Bigfoot and stuff like that. And this is the time when they were showing the show, um, I think it's called Bigfoot something, I don't know, where like this guy, you're supposed to grab like wood or whatever and tap on the, um, the tree and go, whoa, whoa. So I started <laughs> doing that. And I'm like, hey, this is my cousin. I'm going to like, you know, she's like, a, you know, all pure. He's, Take her, just he, you know, sacrifice her. <laughs> you're you're <laughs> offering up your cousin to Bigfoot. <laughs> just come, take her. I'm not gonna just shoot you, just a little bit, you know. <laughs> just a little bit for sight. 
And that's why they never came out, Karen. <laughs> I'm like, no joke. Every time I'm like in the woodsy area, I'm always... You're always on the, on the hunt for, for Bigfoot. <laughs> yes. I don't look like... When we go to like New Mexico or Arizona, I look up in the sky and yeah, I see like weird shit. I'm like, eh, whatever. But when but I'm in the woods, Bigfoot, I'm like... I'm like that's your interest. Okay, well... I, I, there's so, something okay, super so wait, cool. where, where is your belief in this? Is it because it, it's a creature and there's like a physicalness to it? That that's you, exactly you, what I was going to ask. What is your attraction to Bigfoot? <laughs> because it sounds a little bit more than just, I believe in Bigfoot. Like, I would vote him into office, Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think it's uh, because, like, we're finding new things every day. You know, yes, like different yes. species. I mean, I mean, we so, still uh, have been fully. Cryptozoology—is that what she's talking about right now? Cryptozoology. That's. Well, I, I guess if it moves from like possibly being real to being real, I, I don't think that's cryptozoology. So anymore. you see, like the ugly fishes that are being discovered, and you're like, "Yeah, Bigfoot's out there." <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, this shit's gonna happen, yo. Like, <laughs> I'm just hoping. Would you be upset if he didn't really have big feet, but he was just hairy? Yeah, he's just like some hairy vato from the south side, you know, said, fuck, I don't pay no bills. I mean, I don't care. It's like, I just... But as long as he exists, you'd be like, yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. all right. I think he exists. I think I know why we can't find him, though, because he's an interdimensional being. That's what I always... Oh, I've, I've, like, watched shows That's... where, like, they believe that he's, like, an alien species... Like, he can teleport, he's there to protect, um, like, the fours and stuff like that, so... So he's like, he's the Lorax? He's an elemental, he's basically... Yeah. No, no, he's the Lorax. Dr. Seuss basically yeah. knew Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what show, I think it was some, something in Travel Channel, and they're like, yeah, you know, he was right there, and then, boom, he was right next to me. Like, he teleported. Oh, no. And, like, he was throwing rocks at me, I'm like... What the fuck? I'm like, now you're telling me this Vato is from, like, the UFO? I'm like, man, come on. Well, my Can thing is, like, alien? with Bigfoot, it's just, like, okay, I believe he's, like, a, a hairy, woodsy dude. But I grew up, you know, in the X-Files era, so, I, you know. I, that used to scare me as a kid. <laughs> yeah, I, so I'm like. Until this day, I've never seen it. Like, So, I like, I, I believe he has some kind of uh, cloaking, masking into the forest <laughs> thing, like, where he, He's there, and like he has other Bigfoot creatures and whatnot. You That's know. why they never yeah. find he, their dead bodies. He's literally the hiding seat champion of the world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I, I mean, like they they said that we're like what apes or whatever. I'm like, who knows? Maybe he didn't fully finish developing as a human. Well, I think our closest you know? relative is a fish, right? No, 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 it's an obu. Obu? Okay. A nobu. It, it's it's a part of the great apes, but it's an yeah. obu. Well, I mean, you just never know. He might not fully finish developing, or he just... The missing not. link? <laughs> yeah. Or he could just be a different type of evolution of humans. Or maybe he's exactly. one of those uh, Mexican werewolf dudes that just didn't want to pay his taxes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, well, like... Who wants to pay taxes, today? right? Not me, they government. I promise I do. Okay. <laughs> well, they, they, they've also discovered uh, an actual missing link to the human evolution... Uh, where they actually have scientific evidence that there is a, as opposed to Neanderthals in uh, Homo sapiens, there was actually another humanoid um, that was, I think, mostly Pacific Islands. 
Uh, and there's archaeological evidence of it, and they said there's very few people in the world who actually have evidence of this in their human genome. Oh, I, I think I, something, um... I can't remember what they're called. I'm so bored with They're very, very old. Them. Yeah, they're very old. I, I was taking so an archaeology class uh, a couple years back just for shits and giggles, and, you know, we touched on that, and that's also another interesting thing. Who knows what, what else that we have missed, because... You know, in the science of everything, we don't know what all is out there. The rainforest is less explored. <laughs> <laughs> like, I told him, I was like, man, one day we need to, like, go to, like, vicinity again. Because during the time we went over there, um, part of it was, like, burning. So it, we couldn't see half of the stuff. You know, I was pretty sad about it. Not even the waterfall. I think, I think... I think honestly, where Bigfoot's at is probably like somewhere in like Washington State or, you know, Alaska <laughs> or some shit. Somewhere Maybe with Kentucky. Who knows? I think he's a part like, of the government, just like the lizard people. Oh, oh my gosh, my friend, she believes like the reptile, like <laughs> the Draco. Like she literally showed me videos like Justin Bieber, oh, no. like turning. Oh God, yeah, where they blink their second eyes or something. Yes, I was like, girl, uh, bless your heart. You know, what I mean? it's like, but but that's I love hearing people's theories and I'm not gonna you're a fucking dumbass. No, I'm gonna I wanna hear your theories, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I think I think, the flatter thing. I think the best one that I've heard literally two days ago is this Christian woman telling me how monster energy drink is the devil's work. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's got to be delicious, I'll tell you that right now. And it was, <laughs> yeah, because she was like, she literally, like, and I was all like, I think the dude that shared it with me was like really convinced about it, right? So mm -hmm. I put like, I feel like she has a lot of time on her hands. And she's like, yeah. yes. That's why she. That's why she was able to figure it out. And I go, well, isn't idle hands the devil's work? <laughs> yeah. And, and like, <laughs> I mean, she has told me like, do you pay attention to Disney? Do you pay attention oh, to Disney? No. Where you see like the six six six, and this and that. I'm like, nah. I'm just watching it because I love Pocahontas. Right? <laughs> I love Pocahontas. I don't try to like see stuff like that. You know what I mean? I don't know. I mean. Like she believes, like the five G. Oh, oh, oh god! <laughs> oh yeah. no! What, what what about the theory that all the birds died in like years ago and that they're all replaced by spy bots? First off, first off, I have known big companies that can't even hold a server together when they're ordering mass products. <laughs> I doubt that somebody's figured out a way to mass manipulate bots that way. I wish it was true. I really would, because they would incorporate that technology into, like, consumerism, which is the best, most productive way that they could. But I doubt I mean, it. I want a pet bird bot. <laughs> no, no, We're you're, you're right, because I worked for the leading, the, yeah. the industry leading We're stuck with power solution company. Like, these, about 90% of the batteries they go in cars, solar systems, and stuff like that. I worked for that company, and they ran it like a mom and pop company. You yeah. would not, you would not even on, on any reality think that this place is cohesively 
any type of like yeah. huge organization. Where it could do it. Well, yeah. see, that's, that, that, that's why they need the 5G towers to, you know, to charge the birds up. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, see, they need the 5G towers to charge no. the birds in order to project the hologram reality. That's what it is. There's no battery <laughs> life for this. I've also heard Brown also that she has mentioned that she doesn't believe in dinosaurs was around. She believed <laughs> like when people are finding the bones, the government planted it. Oh, I'm like, so, oh, so giants? She believes in giants then. She oh, doesn't. Because <laughs> like David and Goliath, so like giant bones. So you're you're jumping He's, into the Nephilim and stuff yeah, like, like that. I, I'm, I don't personally believe in that, so but giants like giants are offspring of humans. Yeah, <laughs> like Attack on Titan kind of thing. It feeds into the anime people. I love it. Hey, babe, your 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 favorite uh, personality on TV, Josh Gates, believes in the giant stuff. You know what? Like I said, leave my husband alone. <laughs> but like. I told her, I was like, you're telling me they're, like, wasting their time and energy to plant these bones so we can undo them and be like, oh, we found dinosaurs. And she's like, yeah, the government's doing it, man. I'm like, I feel like the government would probably do something, like, I don't know, like, don't want to waste their time on that shit. You know what I mean? I don't know. Well, I think right now it's a good cutting off point we've already been on for two hours <laughs> and i'm tired i'm sorry okay. guys yeah <laughs> i'm sorry it's way no, it's past fine. It, it, it was definitely fun i'm sorry about all the tangents it, it, it tends to happen uh, but uh, i know me and Kim. oh yeah I, I i i've listened to every episode so i know <laughs> <laughs> but uh I, I definitely me and karen both look forward to uh uh possibly doing some more i know we've got a lot more uh paranormal stories okay well yeah, yeah sure. I, I definitely would love to hear more paranormal stories from y'all I know that y'all said that y'all were like focusing mainly on Georgia and we had a couple of different ones but I definitely want to hear more I know you guys have way more <laughs> so that's just exciting oh, to know yeah. Yeah. yeah buddy and if you ever want to chat just uh, hit me up and you know I'll be more than glad to talk to you about all the stuff that's going on man yeah, sure. Alrighty, guys. Well, thank you. Uh, Eric <laughs> Eric stepped outside for a smoke right now, so I'm sure he says bye, too. <laughs> but, alrighty. Thank you, guys. Yeah, guys. Thank you. Alright. Have a good night. Oh, yeah. No problem. Alrighty. You bye. too. Bye. bye.